Yo, did y'all see gas prices That's rose you. again? <laughs> That's you, yo. I'm gonna just start riding on it. Yo, you know how bad it Them is? Them gas prices is wild. Yo, I was do like, you know how I'm gonna start riding on do E. Do you know how gangster it is to ride on E and ride past a gas station? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be driving past that shit like thug life. I saw <laughs> something that said regular 518. When I was home, my mom was like, oh, um, I was driving her car for that whole time. And I was like, mom, I'm gonna go fill up the tank. She was like, no, don't go to the one up the block. The, the gas is 319. You don't wanna pay 319 for gas, oh don't God. you? I oh. said, yes, I do. <laughs> I do, do want to pay 319. What are you talking about? I do want to pay 319. And I got really defensive. And she was like, why are you so mad? Because I'm like, you I just we dropped do 50 before I left here to fill my tank. She's like, you sure you want to pay 319? I said, I would be, I would be honest. You're delighted. Like, are you serious? If it would ever be so kind. Please, let me. At your service. Let me pay 319, please. Like, I will feel so happy. I'm looking at my bank account only knowing about thirty dollars left. Like, oh my god. You've been begging me to pop out. Why you playing? You be popping at the cop out. Girl, I f up your plans, get them swapped out. When I pull up on you, probably add a whole block out. Hey, what's up, guys? This is your girl, Chanel Nicole. It's Najee. And it's Bree. And you are tuning into episode two of Pop Out. <laughs> Y'all. Mm -hmm. It's the end of the world out here. It's the end of the world out here. Okay. It's crazy. <laughs> Take cover. <laughs> we got Najee looking up bunkers. On some real shit. On some real shit. Yeah, we looking up bunkers. Breeze. <laughs> I just left a training session. <laughs> yo, we, yo, we got a guy. Yo, we have a guy behind us training for the end of the world right now. I don't know what he's training for. But whoever his opponent is, better <laughs> find a bunker too. <laughs> he means business. He's going in right now. Like, I was actually generally shocked yesterday to like see it. Like when I think did you when we were in our meeting yesterday? Didn't who pulled it up that? that I, it was me. It was you, and I was I was just thinking to myself. I'm like, damn, are we really about to be textbook history? Like I I didn't think you know. We've been textbook history. Period. I like, know, really, but like, but for like shit that. like this? I mean, I feel like everything so far has been nothing but like huge historical moments. At least within our lifetime. Right? Yes, literally. Like COVID in itself. Like, Let's start from 9-11. Yeah. <laughs> Let's start there. Awesome. And, and I'm from New York City. I experienced yeah. that like firsthand. Yeah. Like, so I know what that literally. is for sure. Let's yeah. start sure. there. But just even, but to invade a country... And try to like overthrow it. I'm like, damn! Like, I was sleeping through classes about shit like yeah. this. Like, Literally, <laughs> yeah. I, I had, never thought it was gonna happen. Never. I had no like something like this. No, like I just thought. But someone explained to me like you know the whole Vladimir Putin thing. Like he's so old school. Mm. Like it's. I mean, only, he's like, very he's, old too. He's very old, school, but he ain't going nowhere. So what happens Thompson. if he dies? Like like Fidel Castro. It's. It would, it would probably be a power vacuum for sure, which yeah. usually always happens with like 
governments such as that, especially if he were to like die or anything crazy were to happen, that usually happens. But I would hope that the people would hopefully rise up and do okay. something yeah. in the case that he too. dies. You better stop before they can assassinate you. Cardi B, I think, just tweeted something earlier today, like, yo, I'm afraid or something. Like, let me stop speaking on this. Like, I don't want to end up dead. Oh, <laughs> man. That's what she said on. in a nutshell. <laughs> um, I finally, yo, someone, because I didn't know, like, what the issue was. What is the issue with Ukraine and Russia, United States, and, you know, things like that. And someone sent me like a synopsis of how like we would be able to understand how it works and what the issue was so basically what the power dynamics are and what's <clears throat> causing yeah the conflict but now. they did it in a sim in a simple term that is so funny but yet stupid so the person said the ukraine and russia crisis is simple terms for those that have no idea what's going on ukraine used to be in an abusive relationship with russia feeding him letting him use her car and giving him whatever he asked for until she built up the confidence to call the quits back in 1991. At first I was like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but okay. Mm -hmm. um, since the Ukraine has been working on herself, becoming a strong independent woman with help from friends like France, America, Poland, etc., offering her support, loaning her money and helping her find her way. Ukraine has been enjoying being single for 30 years and looking forward to continue to grow and create new friendships. I was like, oh, hey, but I'm getting it. I'm like, yeah. okay, I feel you. Mm -hmm. True. And then now Russia, being the toxic ass ex that it is, wants her back and doesn't want her meeting new people or creating new relationships. A couple of weeks ago, Russia started sitting in the front of Ukraine's house. And when her friends ask him what he's doing there, he's like, oh, nothing. Just getting a little bit of exercise. That's all. After her friends told her that Russia was potentially getting ready to do something bad to her, he said, they're lying. They just want you to be scared of me, and that's not what it is. Yesterday, Russia broke into Ukraine's house, mm. beating her up, taking advantage of her while on live stream, and double-dog daring any of her friends to do something about it. And if they want the smoke, Russia got that thing on them. Mm. Okay? <clears throat> Yo, when and they wanted everybody okay? who get in their way. Vladimir Putin said, y'all step in. Mm. I'm going to wreak havoc Everywhere. that will make history. I said, everybody better mind their fucking business. Won't, he said, y'all won't experience nothing y'all never even thought right. y'all could experience. Right. I was like. So, well, that's all you need to tell me. Right. I, I was like. Have a great day. I was like, okay. So, we going to mind our business, but then. I mean, America ne can never mind we can. its business. And plus, yeah. like, I think there was, you know, like a treaty that, you know, U.S. has with Ukraine and. All this other shit. And it's just like, I get why these things are the way they are. But then on the flip side, it's like, look how you put different, like, innocent people at risk. I mean, at that's, risk. that's the like, real issue here. You know, I feel like we as citizens are just pawns and, and, and a greater, in the greater scheme of things. Right. And I feel like that's where shit gets, you know, dangerous for us, just as regular civilians. Yo, there was an apartment building in York and that was on fire. Right. I'm I mean, like, there are a lot of misplaced like people right now, women and children, orphans. Yeah. Like, they were raining missiles on ordinary citizens of another country. And it's like, for what? Like, like, what did we do to you? Like, if your beef is with the prime minister, the president, the leader. It's about the control of resources. <clears throat> and if a president of a country is not giving you that and you're used to that. Yeah. And it, you have to understand, too, like, Russia is a dictatorship. Like, yeah. having a country like Ukraine who 
I don't, it's not really a democracy, but like who share like right. democratic values, that's scary to them. That's on their homestead. Got it. Okay. You know, makes sense. So now Jane knows about this shit. Literally. Not I'm me. just scared for my life. <laughs> me. Yeah. I, every, I think everybody should be a little afraid right now. Like, you know, because what's going on is very serious and like. I think that, you know, Russia wasn't playing when they were like, yo, threatening another country. Like, they have invaded U- Ukraine. Right. So where are they going to stop, you know? We're hemorrhaging their, their like, money, their flow of mm-hmm. money. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that's going to be another fallout, you know? And yeah. the U.S. is right in the middle of that. Got it. Niggas scare me. It's scary. Oh, <laughs> y'all scared. It's scary. Like it's me. making my heartbeat like talking about it because I'm it's like really fuck, scaring like, me out of paying my bills <laughs> and keeping my money in my bank account. Oh my god. Yo, when they're yo, when they're talking about like you know Russia's hacking and X Y Z, I was like, yo, they have some of the best cyber criminals like, in the world. Yo, maybe I should like lock my accounts just in case. I'm like, man, girl, what you protecting? You ain't got. <laughs> I'm sick of worrying about the government. I can't eat. I'm broke, nigga. I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got nothing. Like, Marcus gonna look into my account and be like, let me add a little something yeah. in here. Let me actually help her out. She needs help. This is Let me People just be like, you know what? Me. You know, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me transfer some funds into that shit because she looks like she need it. Oh, shit. Oh, I can see they tried to process that bill like three times. You know what no. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Believe me. That's some real shit. <laughs> yo, they probably looking at my shit like, yo, this bitch ain't even worth it. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> who is it? Like, next one. <laughs> who is it? Not even worth it. We need to put filters on these things, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we need the highest bidder. We can't, like, get peasants. We don't need this shit. I'm uh, like, I'm like, I'm trying to get rich before the end of the world. That's it. Like, hey, I'm broke. Um... <laughs> <laughs> And another thing that I wanted to ask you guys about, I mean, it was crazy. I saw it online, and I wanted to know y'all opinion. So it says, Chicago mom drags 18-year-old son to police station after recognizing him as a suspect in a $100 armed train robbery. Was mom wrong or right? Right. Mm. What about you? I think mom was morally right for sure. I think she was right. Like... When you think about ethics, you yes, know. literally yes. that. Cause, cause, okay, what's what's the wrong? If she was wrong, that meant that she should have let him sit at home, knowing that she you know that this is her son. And knowing he that do it again. Her he gonna do the same thing again. Know that her girlfriends, his aunties, his cousins know that that's him. So like I don't know how you can just feel comfortable, right? With right. your with your own son in that house doing that. I think you know you got to hold them accountable, literally. And it's also an example for other people too. Like yeah. you, not even safe with your own you know? mom. It be your own folks. <laughs> it be your be own folks. <laughs> I think my reason for it, like where I feel like she's right, is that again, like if she would have let him slide, he would have did that shit again and again mm-hmm. and again and again. And, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, how are you going to snitch on your son? How are you going to do X, Y, and Z? And it's just more a matter of, like, the kid fucked up. Like, he robbed somebody for $100. Mm. $100. Like. $100. And I get it. The reason was because he was hungry before class. And I'm like, Mm-mm. I know that mom was like, yo, I fucking feed you. Like, you what makes you feel like. 
I mean, sometimes, you know, parents you can be down bad. Yeah, like, like, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes maybe she didn't have bad. it. Like, true. You know? But that don't mean take it. No, that don't mean take it at all. At like, all. you robbed a train engineer. Mm. Yeah. A train engineer? The, the, the nigga like, driving like the he, train? Yes, he oh, robbed some that's, <laughs> wild. that's That's fine. I don't think she's like, but I did a poll. What was the poll? The poll was like. She was wrong? Yeah. <laughs> but then but then I had to but like what was actually, the percentage? What was the percentage? Okay. Fifty four percent said mom is bugging. Forty six percent said mom is right. Okay, so it's close. Uh, you know, it's not like it's like it's it's beating the other side by a lot. But now let's read some of the comments. <laughs> um what say? Someone said I know his mother said, I didn't raise a fool, and you ain't making me look like one either. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, someone said he did all that for $100. People were saying she's a queen. People said she's probably had tried to, t- like, she's probably tried to tell him to stop doing dumb shit, mm-hmm. and she got fed up, and sometimes prison saves people's lives. That's fine. Um, she said, better she take him in than the cops actually find him. Because mm-hmm. he would be considered armed and dangerous. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. True. And that is, if the cops would have got him, it could have went left. Mm-hmm. So, mom doing that. Um, someone said, why didn't he just steal snacks from the store? Like, that's still, like, bro, like, that still doesn't negate. Um, it wouldn't be $100 worth, yeah. you know. So, someone said, yikes, I probably would have just took the weapon burned the whole outfit, cut his hair, and make sure he was eating, making better choices versus turning him in to this justice system. Not and cut I'm his like, hair for it to grow back. <laughs> come on. Come on now. Like, what? First of all. <laughs> and let's be clear here. Like, me, like, you know, agreeing with mom doesn't mean that, like, I want to see a black child or any or any black person go into the justice mm-hmm. system just for the sake of what it is, right? Mm-hmm. I just feel like in this case, like she is right because I'm like you gotta teach, you gotta hold your child accountable, accountable, accountable. And I feel like that's a big problem right now when it comes down to not just black men but black women, the black community. It's holding each other accountable. Mm. Like for example, what's going on? What happened over Super Bowl Sunday over a couple of weeks, like two weeks ago, with Kodak Black? Oh, him yeah. getting shot. That was kind of wow. Him getting shot, and even just down to like, what's going? Like, you know more about this whole. <laughs> I know a little bit. NBA young boy. <laughs> a little situation. bit. A little. Give bit. us a synopsis. I'll even put the, the the news music behind it. Oh my God. Okay, so Action. I'm. I don't want to speak on nobody's business, but what the what you know what we know is that. Damn, I don't even know if I want to speak about this. But, it has to be spoken. Yeah. Okay. So, NBA Youngboy and Lil Durk's beef has obviously become, has ignited recently, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's escalated a little bit because now I feel like we're hearing them actually take shots at each other in their songs. That wasn't happening have they, before. Have they always had beef? Apparently, it's been low-key beef. It, it was never something that was like... Just tension. It was just tension. Okay. There's always been tension there. What ignited it? So what ignited it was the death of King Vaughn in Atlanta. And the person who killed King Vaughn, his name is Lil Tum, some shit like that. I don't know what type of name that is, but um, that's his name. Hold on. 
Little tum. Yeah, that's Lil the nigga name. Yeah, like tums. My like, stomach upset. Like I'm bloated and my said, stomach yes, upset. Um, we're here for it. He's associated with Lil Tom is associated with Quando Rondo. That's okay. a part of his entourage, right? Quando Rondo is, I believe he's NBA Youngboy's artist, right? So they are under a label together. They make music together. King Von is associated, like that's Little Dirk's man. It's like from Chicago. So you have NBA Youngboy people. You have Lil Dirk, King Von people in Chicago. Two hours later. When it comes down to now trading shots, right. like it's getting violent. Now I, it's getting like, I want to say violent, but like now they're actually starting to sub each other in their lyrics. So okay. when you listen to the last recent songs, little, like they rele they're releasing songs within like, I would say a day, less than a day of each other. So, oh yeah, that's, like, that's beef. That's yeah, beef. that's beef to me. That's beef. So the song that Lil Durk released was, it's called Aha. And he, <laughs> yes, it's called Aha. Uh -huh. It's mad ghetto. Uh -huh. And then, uh -huh, that's a big word for Elmo. Right, right, a huge word for Elmo. Huge and word. he basically okay. takes shots at NBA in that song, mm -hmm. as well as one of NBA NBA YoungBoy's baby moms. Okay. NBA YoungBoy responds back with a song called "I Hate NBA YoungBoy." <laughs> <laughs> and then. He and that song is taking shots at Lil Durk, Gucci Mane, everybody who had who's who are associated acts with Lil Durk, like whoever got songs or projects with him. Yeah, so he takes shots at everybody, that's right? Mad fucking. <laughs> I, I hate. But, I hate. I hate. I young boy, but he's a troll like that. Like when you see, like he's just very like nonchalant, very yeah. like he's young too. So you you see that little like spicy craziness that in this boy. Yeah, yeah, he's very playful too, right? So then their fans started like. Ignited even more like whose song mm -hmm. is number one on YouTube right now. Mm. And then they started poking oh, at no. each other like that. Because I mean, like, are we really listening to NBA Youngboy's music? No. no. Right. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, so he has that type of problem. Make you feel old to a certain extent. It makes you mad. Like... It makes you feel mad. Oh, but there's, there's, there's old niggas listening to his music too. Like, I'd be, you know, you'd be on the block and you could hear them blast NBA Youngboy too. Same for the same thing for I probably just don't know that it's him. Yeah, that's I'd probably be singing it. the song know. and not know. But <laughs> now that we're talking about like you know the beef between like, like two rappers about two rappers and how it can possibly become violent, I want to get into the fact that how violence in like the hip hop community, mm -hmm. like when you think about Nip, when you think about Young Dolph, like when you think about these hip hop artists that get killed over dumb shit, and it's like. At first, we're heard about it. Like, you know, like, oh my God, rest in peace, rest in peace, rest in peace. We got to stop this violence. And then literally a few months later, mm -hmm. you have, you know, a rapper, you know, shooting a music video in a graveyard with that purse, with that rapper that just died, his last name on that tombstone. And it's like, I, and this is the thing though, is that do you feel like, do you feel like the black community, we have select, not selective memory, but we have short-term memory when it comes down to like, when a rapper gets killed and we know that violence is an issue in this genre and this culture, do we have short-term memory to a certain extent? Because one day we're like, not we, but I'm saying the culture as a whole, like we need to stop. We need to stop doing this. We need to stop doing that. But then when it comes down to, you know, 
a few months down the line, niggas is just egging that shit on with another rapper. So now if they start really getting physical and trading shots off of each other, mm-hmm. like Kodak Black literally said, yeah, it was about time somebody got me. That's scary to mm-hmm. say it's about time someone finally got me. That means you were anticipating on something happen. eventually. happening. Happening eventually. That's what you get for what, though? Latching on these niggas and shit, and and you know, like family, like people, like I know people ain't fighting no more. Nobody fighting no, no more. Then it's like shit. I done did a lot of shit, Charlamagne. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like shit. You know, should I take my lick, here, man? I thank God it wasn't crazy. Like it wasn't like no whole other shit. You know, I thank God every day since that. Like mm-hmm. that shit could have been worse. Like, how do y'all feel about that? I I would say. I, I wouldn't say necessarily that I wouldn't call it short term memory. Like okay. there's there's a word for it that they talk about, right. right? I think the psychological aspect of it is more like uh becoming like desensitization. So okay. when you're desensitized okay. to like what you're viewing in the media, like as mm-hmm. it concerns black on black violence, like what you're hearing in music, like right. you're hearing that repetitively, like that as, as a psychological experience, you become used to it. You become used to seeing that every day. You become right. used to hearing certain things or, you know, being accustomed to like cycles. Like there are violent cycles in the black community that a Got lot it. of us are conditioned in and just due to our upbringing, what we see, what we hear, everything, the experience. Right. That's not everybody. I'm not right. speaking on everybody's experience, yeah. but like within the black community that there is something there you know mm-hmm. and i think that i don't think it's short-term memory i just think it's just what we've become accustomed to now it's just we used to it i don't think it's short-term memory i think it's a short attention span mm-hmm. talk more about it you want to know i feel like it's all like you said good in that moment and then the media shifts our attention to something else and i think it goes back to like we're desensitized because how many times have you watched the news and it's like, you know, segment, you know, this street, this block, this time at night, you know, this type of male, 18-year-old male wearing dark hoodie, whatever, was shot and killed by another black male, by whatever, another whatever, black whatever. Man. And by another cop. By somebody. By yeah. somebody, you know. And then it's like McDonald's commercial. Right. And then it's like. Coachella coming out. It's like we're headline. going back to that's like, like so that's what you're seeing. Putting right. into the gotcha. culture. Gotcha. What if what if I just had this weird idea? What if it was like these messages of like stop black on black violence, they're not mainstream media platforms that are saying that. So the news channel that's saying this person died, they're not also saying violence in our community is growing and we need to stop it right. they're just like here reporting it, is. it we're just reporting it here it and is. it's the, how they're the descriptive words they're yes. using down to that like yes. the visuals like what you're reading like that that's all that's crazy and music labels they know what they're doing mm-hmm. you know when it comes to using our black men our black artists and yeah. what they're promoting like when you see when you hear a song you hear in that same like uh what's it called like for an artist, like you, like when artists first come out, like you know they experiment and then they find yeah. that, like I wouldn't say algorithm, but like it's that, like um, that equation, like the thing that fits for like their brand and their sound and their music, and so you start to hear the same thing over and over again, like Chris we, Brown, right? Mm-hmm. So we start to hear the same thing, like what you know, what the hip hop music we hearing, like it's mm-hmm. all about drugs, sex, money, violence, violence. No, you're right. You're right. So what do we do about it? That's a good ass question. And it's like, I won't lie. Like, 
there's times where like I'll be bumping a song and I'll be rapping that shit and I'm like, yo, you're fucking walling shit. I like turn this shit off or like sometimes I'll you know I'm driving in certain areas and I'm playing the song and I'm like, yo, let me turn this Literally. shit down because mm-hmm. like I'm mm-hmm. I'm putting myself in a in a fucked up position just by listening to this shit. Not necessarily because like I'm I'm banging or I'm no I'm just listening to it and I'm going through an area I don't think that's the best to be playing this. Mm-hmm. And that is a really good question, Brie. And and my answer is, is like, I don't know. Like, mm. I, I necessarily don't. I know what I want to happen. But that goes back to, like, Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City. You know, he met up with drill rappers. And he wants to abolish drill music. When he said, I want to abolish drill music, my first initial reaction was, like, so, like, no, like, extra funding for black schools? No? Like, okay, you want to abolish drill music. Like, um, like, let me tell you something. If politicians tried to ban rap music in the 80s, hmm. out here, they were trying to ban NWA. But since it didn't stick, and they went to courts, and it was, you know, freedom of speech, it's music, they had to just opt for the parental advisory stickers. That was... That how do I explain it? That was more of something where it's like, okay, we can't abolish it, but we can censor it. Mm-hmm. So you either get the clean version or the dirty version. That's how it necessarily happened. But I don't think abolishing, you know, these rappers and these lyrics, it's not an option. That's not gonna happen. It's it's well it's the not. issue in New York City is much bigger than drill music. I think he's just yeah. pointing the finger at something because he is. he's just trying to the, point the finger the and issue, it's not working. The issue in New York and like New York City and other cities, like inner cities around the country, is gun violence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for me I'm like, you talking about fucking drill music, like how about you start working on some gun laws? Like mm-hmm. that's what y'all really need to do. That's the real culprit in these yeah. situations. You trying to you No. Like I feel like I understand that like like, based on people's, like, perceptions, like, you know, you're going to gravitate towards certain music or whatever. Mm. But, like, I feel like that's the process of, uh, process of creation. That's also a new genre that's coming out of New York City that I'm, like, is fire. Like, you know, that's how a lot of young kids right now are eating. What you is know what I'm saying? Music? It's, it's, like, I would say, like, it's, like, hood music. Like, it's, like. So what's the difference between that and rap or hip-hop? It's hip-hop. Like, it is hip-hop. There's different it's a types. subgenre there's, there's of hip hop. Okay. There's different sub genres of hip hop. You have drill music, you have trap, you have indie, mm-hmm. you have like woke shit lyrical rap, like D Smoke. Kendrick can bounce back and forth between mainstream and woke shit. Mm-hmm. J. Cole can go back in between woke shit and, you know, mainstream. Drill music is really just a subgenre of like right. different like beats. Like the beats are necessarily the same. So why he hate it? Because drill lyrics. music is drill music mm. is just a genre of music that is just violent. Like it just glorifies mm. gli- violence. But in the start. most chillest way, I, mm. I think like they're not well, yelling. It's super chill. Well, shout out to Chief Keith, one of the originators of I think one of the originators of drill music in Chicago. But Chicago drill music did originate in Chicago, so mm. that's a given. Yeah. Um, and then so many other things have spun off off of that. So you got UK, UK Jill. Yeah. Coop. That's the, I love that song. Yeah. And I feel bad that I like that song. Yeah. You know, I fucked up and played that song in New Jersey. 
And yeah, they looked at you crazy. Go to New Jersey, yo! Every call probably stopped. And I was going to visit my man, and I'm driving, I'm bumping. That's hey. why me, I'm not. Hey. Going, going, I'm, I'm bumping the hey. front seat. And like, people from Jersey <laughs> don't care. Like, they will say anything to you. Like, Bitch, shut up. I'm like, and I rode the extra like 10 in minutes silence. in silence. You get your ass beat. Drag out of that car. Yo, yo, yo. I like, I parked the car. He's like, you good? I said, I messed up. He said, what? And he's like, yo, what's happened? Who did it? Who did it? I said, babe, I was bumping for Nito. He was like, oh, wow. I can't help you there. I can't help you on that one. <laughs> well, oh, oh, you, oh, you, oh, you feeling bold? I'm like, clearly. You don't care? He's like, no. <laughs> so moral of the story is they need to come up with some gun laws and help mm, us on that front. Yeah. There's like a Black Lives Matter chapter. It's not really black. Like, it is black. It's greater New York chapter of Black Lives Matter. But they're not associated with the organization. Like, the leader's name is Hawk Newsom. And, like, when I mean he keeps his foot on Eric Adams' like neck, neck. Like, yo, he don't let that man breathe. And he was just saying, like, so you never thought of different ways to draw attention away from the music. Not necessarily abolish it, but direct young kids' attention to, to programs. And I was going to say... I was going to say how you were, like, put money in schools, but that defeats the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Prison, it's the whole school-to-prison pipeline. Mm-hmm. If these schools are underfunded, it's more than likely that these children will wind up in prison. Mm-hmm. And we make money off of having people in prison rooms. So why would we fund and help these people be better? And his background is, wasn't he a former police officer? I believe so. Or, or he, he's associated, brother. or his brother, like, all his family is associated with, like, NYPD. Because he rides with right. NYPD. Right. And so, like, he, you know, he, a lot of what his thinking, you know, is along those lines anyway. It's extremely militant. And yeah. It's very, mm. like, it's not necessarily associated with the culture. You know, when, he, when, when Eric Adams said, yeah, my son was telling me about this drill music, his son is, like, 26. I'm like, yo, why would you put your son out oh, like, like that? that? That's weird as fuck. I would have been tight. I would have been tight. Like, whether, like, you know, the son doesn't listen to that music or not, I would have been like, yo, don't. Uh-huh. Hmm. Just say a source. Like, uh-huh. don't don't put me in. Right. If that was me, I'm like. Oh, he got to seem relatable to the voters. He's not concerned is. about our. He's not really concerned about that. He's concerned about the parents. Right. Literally, he was like. Fuck my son. This is what he said. Like that Literally, is. I need another year. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I was gonna say, like, being that Eric Adams just recently took over, he's a newer mayor. Like, if I could think back when I was following, like, you know, the city politics, I would say I want to shout out Maya Wiley because she would have been my candidate. Um, snapping for mayor. Um, and I love what you do. And having someone like that who I felt I feel like probably would have probably invested more into art programs for mm-hmm. for schools and stuff like and that. And New York is such a colorful right. city. Right. And I feel like having someone like her, I feel like we would have probably seen more of that. But okay. But yeah, shout out to you, sis. Support you. Back to it. When it comes down to the promotion of, you know, black violence, not just in um not just in media conglomerates. But do you feel like non-black people hype that up? 
all the time. Who's running the media? Com- it's the white people. No, but I mean, I, I mean like minus shit. media conglomerates. Oh. I mean like record labels. That's not, they, it's all mostly majority. All these mm-hmm. companies are white owned. Right. You know, like the diversity, when you look at the diversity numbers, it's like probably 10% black people in these companies. Don't quote me. I'm not, you know, just right, right. Not generalizing, but you know what I'm saying? So I'm yeah. like, these are the people who are are in control of mm. the image that we see of each of each other. It's not black people. It's mm-hmm. non-black people. Okay. You're right. What do you think, Brie? Really? Wow. I just think, you know, you see how we talk about it. You know, I feel like a lot of people don't speak about it from the lens of like, how I asked you, how do we make it better? What are we going to mm-hmm. do about it? That's not that's not the conversation going on here. It's like like how you were reading about the comments, the, the yeah. varying comments about the mom turning mm. in the sun. Like, oh nah, like we would have just and we were talking about what's morally right. Yeah, we don't talk about what's morally right. We think mm-hmm. of how we can save our ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like these conversations do need to be had. Like how you said, Bree. It's not necessarily of how we can, you know, save our asses. And, you know, not get caught and, you know... And I get it. The judicial system is rigged. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. also, it's like, what can we do as a community? And, you know, if we do have them, you know, there will be a change. Let me have a conversation with you right now. <clears throat> have you been saying your affirmations? I, I did one this morning. All right. I did one this morning. All right. Like, after, you know, I didn't sleep last night, um. I woke up and I was just like... It's gonna be a good day, bitch. Yeah. Come on. You look like shit, but you feel good, right? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I was really feeling real, like, after I had a whole conversation with myself, I'm like, you good? Like, I'm, hey. I, felt, I felt like insecure. Mirror I was gonna bitch. say it's giving Issa. Issa. <laughs> I felt like mirror bitch. Like, I'm mirror bitch. That's so true. It's I'm so like, true. you good? Yeah, bitch, you look like shit, but you feel good. It's a mm-hmm. good day. You about to upload that shit, right? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> um, we had a really good day last week. Went to brunch. Hey. Oh, yay. That was such a good day. Yeah, make sure y'all check out on our Instagram page, you know, our little brunch recap. Brunch is fun. Brunch? Yeah, we were. We were bent. So shout out to Pans and Inglewood. Word. Those are, like, I found Pans through Insecure. Mm-hmm. So I can't even talk shit. I love brunch. I wish I was a brunch. (laughs) (laughs) Cocaine is a hell of a drug. (laughs) I think, you know, when we leave this conversation today, what we all need to think about is, you know, how the black community as a whole, how we hold each other down, Mm. how we hold each other accountable how we go about things, again, not necessarily, you know, how we can, you know, try to move around things, but how we move together as a community. So, you know, I just want everybody to think about that, you know, as we leave off today. And that is as a community, you know, how do we stop the violence, how we hold each other accountable and move together as a people, whether you're African, whether you are West Indian, african-american we are all one you know we're all not we're all different shades Mm -hmm. but we are we are all different cultures but we are one race and our race is looked as something that we're not so you know and we don't you know i don't care about what other people other people think 
but I care about our community. Not necessarily our image, but I care about my people. So, you know, I'm going to leave it at that. I want y'all to think about it, you know, and just hopefully we can do better. So we'll catch y'all on the flip side. Next episode of Pop Out, episode three coming soon. And yeah, everyone be safe out here because, you know, Brie Man might not be here next week because she's trying to find a bunker. Yeah, Brie <laughs> says she out here. Don't she worry, if you don't hear from me, I will be safe. I may just I'm gonna have be, moved to I'm a new country. I'm going to be off the grid, y'all. Brie live streaming from a bunker in <laughs> Cuba. Undisclosed Cuba location. You will not know where I am. <laughs> yeah, All right, y'all, we out. And plus you having fun and I respect that. But have you ever thought about your impact? These white kids love that you don't give a fuck Cause that's exactly what's expected when your skin black They wanna see you dab, they wanna see you pop a pill They wanna see you tatted from your face to your heels And somewhere deep down, fuck it, I gotta keep it real They wanna be black and think your song is how it feels So when you turn up, you see them turning up too You hit the next city, collect your money when it's due You get in that paper swimming and bitches, I don't blame you You ain't thinking about the people that's looking like me and you True, you got better shit to do You could've bought a crib with all that bread that you them blue I know you think this type of revenue is never ending But I wanna take a minute just to tell you that ain't true One day them kids is listening gonna grow up And get too old for that shit that made you blow up Now your show's looking like cause they don't show up Which unfortunately means the money slow up now you scrambling and hoping to get hot again But you forgot you only pop cause you was riding trends Now you old news and you going through regrets Cause you never bought that house but you got a Benz And a bunch of jewels and a bunch of shoes And a bunch of fake friends, I ain't judging you I'm just telling you what's probably gonna happen When you rapping about the type of shit you rapping about It's a faster route to the bottom, I wish you good luck I'm hoping for your sake that you ain't dumb as you look But if it's really true what people saying And you call yourself playing with my name then I really know you fuck trust i'll be around forever cause my skills is tip top to any amateur niggas that want to get rock just remember what i told you when your shit flop in five years you're gonna be on love and hip-hop nigga